It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Stephen Monteith, and I'm here to talk about streaming services. Um, first of all, let me apologize again for missing Movie Recommendations Monday, again. It wasn't my fault this time. I said last week that I was going to see Aeronauts, a movie with Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne going up in a hot air balloon and getting stuck, uh, based on a true story, I guess. I didn't get to see it, though, because the movie didn't get a wide release, and I couldn't get to a theater to see it. It's times like these I wish I lived in one of those cities that gets limited release movies released to them. Oh well, I'm sure it'll be on Amazon soon enough, and I'll watch it and recommend it then, probably. And that brings me to the main topic, streaming services. You know, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Apple TV, that sort of thing. Um, I also said last week that I got Disney Plus. I'll be making full use of that in the coming weeks. Um, I like to think that I'll be catching up on The Mandalorian, but more than likely I'll be re-watching DuckTales and Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I really love the, the old shows, the shows that I grew up with. And as much as I love the new DuckTales, I really miss the old episodes. Um... Streaming services, of course, are they're actually nothing new, really. Hulu uh, has been around for over a decade now. Netflix, for those who don't know, it, it actually began as a subscription DVD service to compete with uh, rental stores like uh, Blockbuster. Those stores are practically gone now. Um, but it looks like Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and the like are challenging another business for a different kind of supremacy. That business, of course, is cable TV. Now, I'm not going to make this a podcast about the benefits of one versus the other, or whether it makes sense to pick one or the other, or some combination, or none at all. That's for everyone to decide on their own criteria. And you can read tons of articles, watch hundreds of videos about the benefits and the, and, you know, whatnot. And you can certainly do the math on how much of each you can afford. But I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with this whole situation. Um, I'm autistic, uh, so change isn't easy for me, even if it's clearly a good change and the idea of all these streaming services just dominating and potentially erasing cable tv it's it's kind of spooky to me to be honest um i didn't have cable growing up not when i was a little kid not when i was still watching ducktales and the other disney afternoon shows um i grew up 
uh, in the 80s, while everyone else had MTV and CNN and Nickelodeon, I just had the standard broadcast channels. Um, by the time I reached high school, my family finally got cable. I'd come home, I'd turn on whatever music videos were playing, because there was still music on MTV in those days, and BET and VH1. Uh, they also had their own original programming they'd started. I, I watched Daria. I watched Mystery Science Theater 3000 on the Sci-Fi Channel. I saw what the WWF had become in the, in, since the days when it was just one of my Saturday morning cartoons. And I saw a whole bunch more cartoons. Yeah, the cable news shows were also starting to really define themselves. Uh, there was just so much more, so many more options than just the few channels I had had just a few years earlier. And that's, and that's kind of the theme of it all, really. When you, uh, the more, the more channels you have available to you, the more options you have available to you, the more programming you have available to you. As far as movies went, of course, I could watch more of those, too. And uh, and not just because they were available on cable. We had uh, a couple of different movie rental stores within walking distance. And the older I got, the more I got to, to you know, rent whatever movies I wanted. I didn't have to wait for one of my siblings to pick something out. I could just go down to one of the stores and rent something on my own. And like I said, uh, eventually Netflix came along with uh, their own rental service. I didn't, uh, I didn't get a Netflix account at that point. You know, it was one of those new things, and I was content to let my friends uh, rent stuff, and I would, uh, and I would watch movies that they had rented. And I would still go down to local stores myself and make my own rentals. But as my friends kept renting them uh, and uh, eventually started, uh, Netflix started their own streaming service and you could start watching movies and shows directly on their website, I kept watching along with them. And so that became uh, familiar to me over time. And... Uh, and Hulu was starting to come out around this time, too. And YouTube, which now has its own original programming service, uh, was also uh, a place to watch more stuff, more videos. I still remember the first uh, Hulu commercial I saw, actually. It had, uh, it had Dennis Leary playing an alien who told us that, that Hulu was actually an alien plot to turn all of our brains to soup. It was, it was a weird marketing plan, but seriously, look up the commercial, because it's just awesome. Um, another big change around this time, social media. Like I said, YouTube had come out, but also uh, Facebook uh, was starting to replace MySpace, and Twitter was out there, and... And it was a lot for me to assimilate. I had taken a real, a real let's see where this goes attitude about everything. And 
and that worked out okay for me. That was just fine for me. Um, especially since I still had uh, cable and my own personal movie library that I'd built up over the years. Also, I was working at uh, Barnes & Noble at the time, and brand loyalty kept me from digging into sites like Amazon to see what they had to offer. But after I after I stopped working at Barnes & Noble, you know, I started using Amazon more, and, and I got Amazon Prime. That was... That was probably... Uh, I think that was just so I could get the free shipping, but the free uh, but the free streaming was available at that time too, and so I started watching uh, some episodes of Doctor Who, and that worked out pretty well. And of course, like I said, uh, I was also watching my friend's Netflix at the time, so that helped me get. That helped me get more on board with streaming services in general. And since then... Since then, it's just been a matter of which services I wanted. You know, which ones had the stuff that I wanted to see. You know? And that's, uh... And that's pretty much been the story of the last few years. I've, uh... I've... I've got Hulu, I've got Amazon Prime, and they've and they've had some good uh in and they, in addition to all the shows that I like to watch, like Futurama is is on Hulu. You know, the Futurama fandom goes nuts anytime a streaming service stops showing Futurama. And but Hulu's got it now. And um, and Netflix has The West Wing, and Amazon has, um, and Amazon has all the Star Treks, except for the, the newest ones, but it's possible that I'll get CBS All Access, just so I can see how Picard turns out. Wasn't too impressed with Star Trek Discovery. But, um... But they've all got their own original programming too, you know. Like, uh, you know, of course, uh, Hulu has, um, Hulu has The Handmaid's Tale. Lost the title for a second there in my head. Netflix has, uh, it had for a while. It had all the Marvel uh, Netflix shows. Um, now I guess the new Marvel shows are going to be on Disney Plus, um, but Netflix still has the new Dark Crystal series, and it has uh, the She-Ra cartoon, and I love both of those, so that's a big hit for me. And Amazon has Good Omens, the the uh, the series. The miniseries, I guess, came out over the summer, and that was my obsession for a while. You'll still, uh, you'll still catch me sharing little Good Omens videos on my Facebook page, and uh, and when I went to Dragon Con, I was keeping track of all the Aziraphale and Crowley cosplays. Took some pictures of those, put them on Instagram, and and. 
and that's a and that's a pretty big draw right there. It's not just that you can watch a whole bunch of older shows, but now when the newer shows come on, you can you can get into those as well. Um so so the question becomes what do you really need cable for? What do I need cable for? I mean, there are still a few programs that, you know, I watch on TV, but more and more of them are becoming available through these streaming services as well. You know? And, uh, you know, and, and there are even more stre- streaming services that will be coming out in the new year in April, NBC's uh, service, Peacock will be online, you know, and that'll have have an even deeper library to, to choose from at that point. Um, in May, HBO Now will become HBO Max, and that'll give you access to Cartoon Network, uh, CNN, TBS, TNT, Cinemax, a bunch more stuff. It's... It's practically, you know, I mean, it's practically going to dwarf cable with everything that's available on all these, on all these different services. I mean, I could subscribe to five, just five different streaming services, and I'd have more shows and movies than than would be available to me on cable, on basic cable alone. I mean, that's... It's more shows and movies than I could watch in my life. You know, there was this old, uh... There was this quote from this movie, uh, Chinatown, about, you know, how rich do you have to be? You know, it could really apply to the situation here. You know, why do you need to keep subscribing to more services? You know, how many more shows or movies can you watch? What can you see that you can't already see now? Well, with just a handful of these services, I could pretty much cut the cable. You know, change comes slowly for me, like I said. But, like the story of the tortoise and the hare, sometimes slowly just means more steadily. You know, it's been coming for a while. And and I think I've seen it coming for a while. And I just needed to get ready for it, basically. Because... That's really all I need. It's more than I need. It's as much as I've ever had. And I don't really need anything more. So when the new year is here and my current uh and my current subscription is up, I'm going off cable and it's just gonna be streaming services from me. Alright. 
Well, that's uh, that's pretty much it for this uh, episode. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out my social media. I've listed uh, a couple of them. Um, like I said, you can find me on. And and don't forget to read my stories. Christmas is coming up. If you want to get me a present, just buy one of my short stories online. You can find them on my website. All right, I'll talk to you more next week. Thank you for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.